we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is another week without new comic books. Uh, uh, nevertheless, I will be going over the events and news that have taken place over the last, well, week or so. <laughs> I lose track of the dates when there's not new comic That's how I keep track of the time, is the, you know, the, the relates. So it would be the, uh, the, the 8th. The, the the 15th? Yeah, since the 15th. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll be going over all the happenings. What have you. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is weird right now. Uh, just like every other commercial you're saying right now. In these strange times. But for a comic book nerd, man, this is, this is, a, I mean, a little off-putting. But there was definitely some some uh, steps forward. Uh, I will definitely say these were steps forward as far as getting the stories back into the hands of readers in some way, shape, or form. Um, I will get to all of that, but I've got to I've got other things to talk about. Plenty of news to talk about this week. Um, I'm gonna start out with some of the charitable things that are happening here. Um, a group of creators like. Uh, Scott Snyder and Mark Wade and Brian Azzarello and a whole bunch of other bangers in the industry. They're they're uh, coming together for this Hero Initiative Pro Fan Live event, and essentially it's going to be a live stream Q and A drawing session, uh, whatever the that creator is offering up specifically, and it's happening from the 23rd of April uh, all the way up until the 1st of May. So. Uh yeah, I'm I'm anxious. I'm probably gonna jump in there. There's uh there's a whole bunch of creators I'd be happy to check out and you know see what they're about, man. Uh, this is all going towards good cause, of course. Uh, uh whether it be you know that that cause specifically, I admittedly can't say, just because I I, I don't recollect. But I would imagine it's some sort of COVID nineteen relief fund of some sort or. Uh, comic book shop relief fund, whatever it may be, I know it's going towards a good cause. It's not just because these guys are bored and broke. That's that's not what's happening here. So that's a that, that's a good start. Good start to the week. I will actually say that the majority of 
the news this week is more on the good side compared to last week when it seemed more doomy and gloomy. It's, it's just roller coastery. I'm very roller coastery right now as far as how I feel about the industry. But uh, um, I, I think I think I've come to a conclusion as to where I stand in this. And once again, that's all stuff I'll get to hear later on in the show. But uh, let's keep talking news here. Let's keep talking news. Uh, let's let's talk. Well, uh, let's let's dip down in that roller coaster for a bit. Let's talk some shit news. Uh, San Diego Comic Con is canceled. It's canceled. Uh, it's 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 been Cosby'd, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, you know that's. It's it is what it is, you know. I think no one, everyone saw it coming. Everyone saw it coming. I know there's still those hopeful for New York and uh, these other cons that are scheduled later in the year, Baltimore. But I I I wouldn't be crossing your fingers for too much longer. You might come up with the carpal tunnel for no fucking reason, because I I think these uh big huge con events are gonna be rethought out here in the next year. I don't think the con season of 2020 will be a thing think what we had is what we got and we're going to look for i mean look to a new way of doing things here soon and even it's it's been speculated that san diego comic-con is going to take a bite out of the cybercon book uh, or a page out of the cybercon book you don't eat books you don't take bites out of books unless you're a stupid baby or something i don't know but uh (laughs) and maybe do this digitally somehow and i could see that I could totally see that. Uh, you know, there's events that I participated in this year, like CyberCon, have proven to be very successful. Uh, they've raised money. Again, they surpassed their goals when it comes to raising money. The people are itching. We're itching. And even with CyberCon being a pretty brand new thing, and these cyber conventions of all sorts, not that CyberCon's the only one going out there, but... Uh, 54 hours straight is probably the biggest thing. It's been the San Diego Comic-Con of the digital convention 2020 age thus far. And like I said, I think there's a lot of positive to take from that. So go through and, you know, uh, check out CyberCon. All of those videos are up there, including my interview, and I'll have the audio version of the podcast up at some point in time. But uh, that's that's neither here nor there. The fact is, is that... You know, with San Diego Comic Con being canceled, that's uh, big things happen and are slated to happen at the big international Comic Con. So I don't think we're just gonna make sure that those things aren't announced and don't happen. I think we're still gonna have a way to enjoy it and uh, by another means. And maybe it's only like a five dollar virtual ticket or something like that, or you could buy individual virtual tickets to individual guests during it and. Uh, have your book signed and promised to be mailed out. I don't know. I could see this as a good thing. I do. Uh, I, I am one for saying that mass gatherings should be uh, not so much a thing. I've always been very germ-aware myself. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, I've never been a fan of it. Never been a fan of conventions and concerts and what have you. Admittedly, I usually have to have a few drinks to partake in those events because i just i i I don't i feel unclean (laughs) so i have to dirty up my brain i guess i don't know that's whatever the i don't know but i'm i'm all for digital conventions i am and yes shaking the hands of the creators and meeting them up front and 
personal, that, that, that's cool and all. That's cool, but in the long run, I mean, I, I, if I could have a one-on-one with them digitally via Skype the same way, I think that's, I wouldn't say just as cool, but I, I think it, I think it out, having to factor in travel and convenience and cost and all of that shit, I think, I think it's a good compromise. I do. And I think we all need to, you know, like I said, uh, it's a cliche, it's super cliche to say, even though the cliche has only been, it's only been a cliche for a few weeks. <laughs> so often it's been used, but it's a new world now, man. And I think this is, you know, conventions is just something we're going to have to get used to, in my opinion. Uh, I haven't looked into the future. I don't know for sure, but this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm seeing. So I know it seems like bad news, but I don't think it's all that bad. But despite the Comic-Con being canceled, the Eisners will continue. How? No one knows. They haven't announced any of that, but they did go on to say that they will still be announcing Eisner winners and having an Eisner ceremony on some level. So cool. Uh, it's probably going to be a Zoom thing, and then they'll maybe broadcast it uh, later on. I don't fucking know. I don't know. That would be cool, though, if anybody's listening. You know, get in on a big fucking... <laughs> have the Eisners be Zoomed, and then broadcast that so we could all fucking see the ceremony. I think that would be neato as shit. All right, keeping on with the news. There's so much DC news to talk about, but I think I'm going to save... All of the DC news for the end, for the most part. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to talk a DC exclusive writer, Tom King. Tom King making the news again, and he has announced a what he is quoting an ambitious new 12-issue project that he has just finished. There's been no marketing on it whatsoever. Nobody knows anything about it to, you know, as far as the outside public goes or the, the, the press. He just said, hey, I just finished issue 12 of this very ambitious product. This is going to be cool when things go back to normal again. <laughs> and we all know that's not a thing, and going back to normal, but we know what he means. We know what he means. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is... This is neat. I mean, I've I've grown to be a fan of most of his stuff. Uh, I was a huge fan of Adam Strange, that first issue. Mr. Miracle is fucking brilliant. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. I wouldn't be surprised if it makes an all-time list uh, when, it, when it's all said and done. It was good. I like Tom King's Batman, the, the majority of it. The, so, I mean, that's... Yeah, uh, the dude knows how to write. So when he comes out and says, I got an ambitious new project... I've I've just finished. I'm stoked. I don't know who. I I don't think they said in the article. I believe it was Newsarama. I got this this piece from. Yeah, I don't think they said it was drawn. He said, but I'm sure all those details will come out here real fucking soon. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, I do got a little. I gotta dip it down a little bit again. Marvel. <sighs> All right. See, these are the things that are getting me. This this particular thing right here is leading me to my ultimate conclusion of where I feel the industry is at. Uh, we know that the term furlough has been used a lot lately. Most of the time, that's a good thing. When you know uh, Diamond furloughing their employees, that means that hey, there's a chance that Diamond's coming back to distribute. Uh, the little publishers furloughing, furloughing their employees, the intent to redistribute. However, 
Marvel announcing a furlough of a good portion of their employees, close to 50% if I read right. That's not as uh, promising. That's not as promising at all. To me, that says that they are going to do some massive cutbacks. And permanent at that. Um, now, it's been said in the past and criticized greatly that Marvel puts out too much as it is. But, I mean, Marvel has never felt like they needed a reason to cut back. But now that they are, it tells me that they have uh, a, a different kind of future in mind as far as the direct market goes, maybe... Or um, maybe they are losing faith in comics and they say, fuck it, we got that Disney money. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I know that, I will say this, that even with Marvel putting out half of what they normally do, we still have a shit ton of Marvel to choose from. Um, it wouldn't be like if DC cut back to half at this point or fucking image, or whatever, we would still have a shit ton to choose from with Marvel. So we're good. We're still going to get Iron Man books, and Captain America, and, uh, you know, we're going to get our main staple heroes, but I think the days of these crazy little mini-events may be coming to an end, as so many have criticized as needed to happen, so this could be a good thing, depending on which angle you look at it from, but personally... I look at it as not so good of a thing because a, a bunch of writers are potentially, or just creators, uh, freelancers, or maybe not even freelancers. I mean, Marvel employees. This could mean editors. This could mean a lot of things. Um, letterers, whatever it may be. Um, but creatives, I think, is a good word to put it in a general sense. Some people potentially out of a job in the future. Uh, they're going to have their health insurance paid. And, you know, the benefits that are going on throughout, the, whatever the compensation is, maybe, hasn't necessarily detailed. But still, eh. I mean, but if you want to look at the bright side of things, those of you that have been sticking your tongue out and saying, Green Marvel, because they only care about quality, or quantity, and not quality. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that statement at all. Uh, I think they have a bunch of good shit, and they figure, why wait to put it out? Let's just put it all out. Uh, <laughs> you're getting your way. I, uh, you, um, but at the same time, I don't know. <sighs> it's strange times. <sighs> strange times. Uh, I don't. I don't look at that as a good thing. I don't. I don't. Anytime comics are cut back, I find it to be a bad thing. Uh, let's let's keep this going. There's so I know you guys. I know that you guys are waiting for me to talk about the big big thing, the big big thing. But I'm gonna just kind of slowly segue into that. Um, so uh, Scout has announced that they're gonna start self distributing. And I find this to be incredible. And I know there's a lot of people that are initially going to react and say, Oh, Scout doesn't care about local comic book stores. They're just selling on their own. Well, check this shit out, fuckers. You order through Scout. Uh, all you have to do is <laughs> mention your local comic book store. And they get a kickback as if they ordered the book. So uh, there's no losing in this. You get your books. 
Scout gets paid their full amount, and comic book stores, with the help of the comic book store consumer and patron, can get this, their kickback as if they sold the book to you as well. This is fucking brilliant by Scout. And this, this is a step in the right direction. Um, I would like to see more of this. Now, now, honestly, this would probably mean that the days of new comic book day are over because comic book releases are going to be more sporadic. And I get that. Um, my OCD, my OCD is shaking, trembling, pissing itself, if that is in fact the case. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm so fucking tired of Diamond and who's going to be the distributor and blah, blah, blah. If a company like Scout has the capability to self-distribute, or the confidence at least to self-distribute, their little tiny shop out in Florida, then why the fuck can't DC and Marvel? You know, just open up your own little branch. Y'all got the money. You know, Image, you said, McFarlane said to himself, we got the money. You know, you guys can afford, a, you know, a, a, a little bit. So let, let's fucking do this. Or maybe we, you know, we, we come together and uh, have like an indie brand. I don't fucking know. But the fact is, is that Scout is determined to put books in consumers' hands with the diamond shut down right now. And I fucking respect the goddamn shit out of that. And I know that there's so many out there that are... uh, (laughs) and think that we should all wait till everybody has the capability of doing everything in an equal and fair manner. But you know what? I think it's extremely unfair to shops that do have the capability to to earn a little bit of money in a time where they need to earn anything they fucking can. And to not be able to, when there's product available, there's creators itching to continue pushing out more product. There's uh, publishers that uh, are willing to work with the direct market in some way, shape, or form. And, uh, you know, help these these shops that are able to to put a few bucks in their pocket then why the fuck not why the fuck not and god damn it scout you're doing it right you're doing it right now um we're gonna we're gonna talk dc now we're gonna i'm gonna talk dc uh, I got a couple of things to say about DC. Uh, one thing, you know, the, you know, we all know that DC, or for the, the majority of us know that DC has been putting out digital comics, but not new books. They've been putting out uh, older stuff that is just now accessible. And not super old. Uh, some of it, you know, I wouldn't say super old, but older than others. You know, it's ranging in times. But... Uh, now we're actually going to start getting daily digital comic book releases and i know and we're gonna react what about the local comic book stores uh yeah no they get it they're they're not putting out any new content it's it's just new digital content uh (laughs) it's from the dc giants like those walmart things that they were putting out for a while and then eventually moved you know to to be able to be distributed to the comic book stores um uh yeah no it's um there you go fucking dc's making sure that readers are still able to get new tastes of stuff it may not be new 
to everyone, but it could be, and it very well could be new to you. And I think the reason why they chose to do this is because they're probably the less read stuff, and also these 100-page giants are little collections. So maybe 100-page giant, you get uh, almost a week's worth of comics out of it, or, you know, weekly releases. Uh, I would imagine it's probably only going to be one comic a day, but still, that's fucking, I think, I think that's pretty brilliant. And once again, I know that there's people saying, why, well, if you're supporting the digital market, you're not supporting local comic book stores. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, like I said in the last uh, fucking news episode with McFarlane, saying we got to get books in people's hands, man. Otherwise, they're going to go somewhere else. And even I myself have actually picked up a video game controller for the first time in uh, almost a year to the date. Um, because I am finding myself not having new things to read. And yes, I have older stuff. I have my apocalypse books. But still, I, I, I like my routine, man. My routine of Wednesday and then Friday I do a fuck ton of reading. And then uh, Sunday I talk about it all. And then Monday I tell you all about it. <laughs> you know, that, that was cool, man. And like I said, as soon as I got out of routine, maybe the heaviest addict addict there is in this industry right now. I dare somebody to try to say they read as much as I do on a weekly basis. As far as new books go, um, I welcome that challenge. <laughs> and I'm already fucking picking up a video game controller. Give me something new to read. Give me something new to read. And no, I have not read a single one of the 100-page giant sorts. So, DC, give it to me, man. Give it to me. I hope they're free. I like to think they're free. But... I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to pay for them. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's cool. It's cool, right? I mean, it's coming out. There's stuff coming out. and There's potential for, for new shit to be reading. Whether or not one makes that decision to do it is their own. That's on them, I guess. But, yeah. <sighs> Sticking with DC, um... I know it's still not the big thing yet. Uh, yeah, no, okay. Um, it's the big thing. It's the big thing. Uh, DC's putting out physical printed books quicker than Diamond is going to open. Uh, Diamond announced that they are going to open middle to late May. And yeah, um, what they didn't say things. They, I don't. I didn't read a single article where anybody said things are gonna go right back to normal. They just said Diamond's gonna open up for distribution again. Um, once again, uh, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. And to me, that just leads more into the fact that the future of Diamond is uh, diminishing. It's diminishing. DC comes out and announced that we have severed ties with Diamond, and we, you know, earlier announced that we were going to be looking into um, uh, separate means of distribution, multiple new means of distribution. I'll be damned if they did. They fucking did. So Luna and Midtown are going to be uh, the the distributors for DC Comics uh, while Diamond is shut down. Now, uh, DC did come out and say that we have cut ties with Diamond. However, Midtown or Diamond said that is not the case. They are still contracted with us, uh, not to a point where them dealing with 
uh, Midtown or Luna is going to affect their contract, but they do still have the ability, if DC wants to, to distribute through Diamond. They're just no longer exclusive to Diamond. Um, so once again, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's why lawyers are a thing. <laughs> they, 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 they read between the lines. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just, I know what I'm looking for is all in this situation. Um, so yes, now, this has pissed off a group of people. A group of people that say this isn't fair to the stores that aren't able to operate. Now, uh, the majority of stores have, that have been forced to close down by government orders still have found ways to operate just by different means. Some of them are doing curbside. Some of them have built an online presence. Some of them are doing auctions. The fact is, is if they really wanted their fucking businesses to stay open, they're finding means and ways to at least attempt to do so. Um, I say anybody that has just given up completely has been looking for a reason to shut down their fucking business to begin with. Uh, they never really cared. They're probably one of the shitty shops that give comic book shops a bad name. Yes, I said it. I'm being a dick. I've been made aware of that. But at the same time, I also tend to focus my attention on the successful. And comic book stores that are adapting to this time right now, knowing that things aren't going to go right back to normal, and saying, hey, you know, that need means to be able to keep producing and generating income from themselves like new books and uh, then yes i am one trillion percent behind this and yes there are a few shops that aren't going to pull out of this but i think that was established before dc made their move they're not going to fail any further because there's other shops out there able to get their books um that's, if, if they want they wouldn't be able to get people their books anyways so i don't play this game of fairness um I know, it sounds like I'm being harsh on this, but that's just what it is. This is the reality. The world has changed uh, and is still continuing to change by the moment, especially in the comic book industry. Keep hitting refresh on CBR and Newsarama, and you're going to see a new fucking uh, step uh, in the, 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 the direct market in the comic book industry. Um, now, the, with that being said... Uh, this is where I stand on the comic book industry right now. I do believe that the d direct market itself is dying in front of us. Um, does that mean... What does that mean? Let me tell you what that means. Uh, that, that means <laughs> that the, the way that we get comics as we know it will not be a thing anymore. It's not going to be... And, you know, I know that they said Midtown and Luna and all of that. Well, these other stores aren't... Ex or uh, publishers aren't exactly jumping to that ship. Um, and I, I get it, because essentially that's asking for other comic book stores to purchase their product from a competitor. Luna and Midtown, in case you're not aware, listeners, uh, they are major entities as far as comic book retailers go. They have huge online presences. They ship you know, throughout the world. It would be like if Mile High Comics, you know, DC approached Mile High Comics to do something like that. Um, that that's... Uh, and I can see why a lot of shops would say, well, fuck that. I'm not ordering from a competitor. I get that. I totally get that. But at the same time, if you really are really, really want 
and you need that that product to distribute to keep your doors open, then you will. And no one's judging you for it. No one's going to look down upon you for getting your books from another uh, distributor. That's cool, man. It, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I could say that the majority of the local comic book stores in Denver, they receive... Uh, the, uh, Diamond ships... The majority of the Denver metro area areas books to Mile High Comics, and then several shops uh, get their books and pick them up from Mile High Comics. So I mean, uh, these shops they 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 realize okay, it's in our best interest financially to do things this way. Uh, who cares if we have to go to a quote unquote competitor? To pick up our books, if we're any good at what we do, we're going to make sure that people buy our books from us. So that's that's just how I see things. Once again, me being a dick, but at the same time, uh, any shop that does pull out through or pull through throughout all of this uh, is going to come out with. I mean, it's it's going to be like if you ordered those dick pills and they actually worked. That's what's going to happen here. It's, it shouldn't work. It's, it all seems like snake oil and it's weird and uh, unnatural, but at the same time, uh, by some miracle, uh, with enough dedication... <laughs> I don't know how the dick pills work. <laughs> they, uh, you're going to come out with a big old fucking honker, man, a big old donkey dick, and it's going to be that much better. Yes, there's going to be some... Some little shops that go down in this, but I, I also truly believe that uh, the shops that are going down have already gone down or plan to go down. They were doomed before DC made this decision, and that's that's just where I stand on this. Whether or not I'm right or wrong, who knows, um, but that's... Uh, that's that's where I am. So as far as the direct market goes, there is whatever the new normal is. I, I'm so tired of these cliche phrases and words, but um, uh, that is a reality right now. Uh, especially in the, I mean, even in the comic book industry, uh, I, I'm I, I think I, I like the idea of Scout doing self distributing. Um, that that's gonna drive me nuts considering my pull list, and I, I get I probably pull from every single publisher out there, so I'm hoping that we can coordinate in some way, shape, or form. Um, or you know uh, maybe the local comic book stores once they open up again, you know they they just uh, they're the ones that do the legwork for us, and you know maybe we get a little bit less of a discount on our books. So be it. Whatever it may be. I don't know. Just don't raise the price on books. We can't afford that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's uh, I, I'm not the guy coming up with the answers. I'm just the messenger with a couple of random thoughts sprinkled in between. That's, that's all I am. Um, and with all that being said, I do believe that that is the news for the week. Um, I'm, as I scour my notes here, I think that's it. Now, where do I stand on the comic book industry? Um, I would say <laughs> get used to, uh, more of, uh, I would say get used to less of Diamond in the future. That's where I'm going to leave it this week. We all know that my, my perception changes on the daily as I get my news, <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, well, uh, we'll 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 see. We'll see. I would just say that I I do believe if there's one thing to take out of all of this that the days of diamond, um, are uh, are coming to an end. So. <sighs> support this podcast. <laughs> support this podcast. Uh, do so by becoming a true member of the Slurred Army. Jump on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cheers to Comics. By becoming a patron, I'm going to introduce you to uh, content that will be released early to only the likes of you as a patron. Uh, you'll get early access is what I was trying to say. and couldn't think of the words to say that as I continue on. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to get early access to episodes before the rest of the public, um, some exclusive content, uh, and more than anything, each tier gives you uh, certain privileges, uh, certain control, creative control over this show in certain ways, uh, potential guest spots, um, yeah, just a whole lot of opportunity. Um, I'm going to send you all stickers no matter what tier you choose. Just know that by becoming a patron, you are extremely appreciated, and um, you are become a huge part to the growth and success of this podcast. Uh, also, also, leave reviews, five-star reviews on the overlord that is Apple. Uh, Apple Podcasts, man, without their approval, apparently I can't... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this podcast can't grow in the way that it deserves to grow. Um, I see the amount of listeners I have, and I compare it to the amount of ratings I have, and frankly, listeners, slurs, I'm disappointed. We need more reviews. Just fucking jump on an Apple device of some sort and pop off a quick five-star review. Let me know what you think of the show, and uh, I I do these gatherings of readings, uh, not gatherings, um, I group I I group all of the the the, the fucking reviews together. <laughs> At a certain point, and I, you know, you'll have me, you'll hear me read your review on the show, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yep, that does it. You, uh, stay safe out there. Support this podcast. Read responsibly. Support a local comic book store. Wash your hands. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Brian Wayne, the official voice of NSCLiveTV.com. Once again, from Studio Cerebro, here to tell you all about more great auction action. This particular auction action coming from Hooked on Comics Super Sales. Join John, Mary, and the rest of the gang Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays 7 p.m. Eastern Time on NSCLiveTV.com channel 1. They have moved from 12 to 1 from my understanding. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, come on in. High-grade goodies, a whole lot of laughs, and... Uh, yeah, um, there's an enormous wall of slabs, and then there's the bin room, and of course, an auction. Uh, <laughs> one thing that you will notice is that John's hat, the, the, the feller that be, well, partially running the show, the face of the show, his hat changes constantly. You never see the same hat twice. So once again, that is uh, Hooked on Comic Super Sales, Tuesdays at 6, 
Eastern, Saturdays at 7 Eastern, NSCLiveTV.com, Channel 1. Once again, that's NSCLiveTV.com, your home for the best in auction action. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon.